Hello, and welcome to the Natty's Podcast. I'm your host, Andrew D., and with me, Dwight Lindsay. How's it going, buddy? Ah, good, good. Hey, everybody. Hello, hello. And uh, a special guest today. He's been on before, and we brought him back today for special occasions reasons. Cam Murray, how's it going, buddy? Uh, I'm doing all right, man. I'm doing all right. Oh, that's so great. I I see you guys all from afar, like as if my, my fingertips slowly run down a pane of, of glass out of window <laughs> watching the X-Wing happen past my house. I was like, wow, it's like a parade, a parade of X-Wing store championships. And I just, it's you beautiful. Never <laughs> I never, I attend one. I took a sweet second place and then I never attended all. Oh, if only, if only work could be playing X-Wing. Like if I could just get paid <laughs> playing X-Wing, I could play, you know, if the community would like to sponsor me enough to play X-Wing, then oh, I will my. play. I will be there with bells on. I think I speak for a lot of the community when I say I do not want to live in a world where we play X-Wing for money. <laughs> that's that's fair. That's 100% fair. It, uh, it keeps things as healthy as they are doing it this way. Uh, I would like a little more swag, but for sure not the money because yeah, it's way better this way for sure. For sure, <laughs> I'll, I'll put it this way. So um, a friend of mine, Steve Moss, uh, who drove down with us to Adepticon, uh, he was playing in 40k. At the highest levels of 40k, all the players wear basically police body cameras to watch for their opponent cheating, so that wow. when their opponent cheats, not if when their opponent cheats, they can show the judge the fucking video did it's absurd actually absurd so that means if we want to start getting monetary prizes we just start wearing the body cams guys so wear the body cams (laughs) then the prizes come afterwards with the big money prizes I mean, I'm I'm super out. That sounds awful. <laughs> yeah, you know, well, and that's that brings us to today's sponsor, Body Cams by. Just kidding. <laughs> so, um, we're well. We might not. We might as well not beat around the bush. Uh, today was another glorious day in the world of store championships. And Cam, congratulations for taking it, buddy. Thank you. Yeah, uh, it's the fourth one I've been to. Where. Well, the fourth tournament I've been to with an invite on the line, so it's uh, it's nice to finally get one as opposed to falling like a game short for a fourth time. <laughs> oh, it's it hurts so much when you're just like, oh, there, oh, there it goes, oh, yeah, what, oh, oh, oops, gone. <laughs> oh, and it's gone. Oh, there's a chance, and it's gone. <laughs> <laughs> so, without further ado, you know, throw us down your journey of today's store champs. How did it go, and what'd you bring? Okay, so today I was flying the list that I've been playing for a while now. I've been playing it since the points update dropped. Um, basically, it is uh, Mr. Vader, the Battle of Yavin Vader. And I also have Rear Admiral Shirano in the Decimator. And Rack has got Trickshot, Seventh Sister, Death Troopers, Agile Gunner, Electronic Baffle, and the title. And I've got two bombers, both of the same loadout. I have Tonic. Max Bren and Captain Jonas, and both of them are rocking Saturation Salvo, Barrage Rockets, and Bomblet Generator. Fan, yep, I've seen it. I played it. I beat me once, and uh, or did it? Did it beat me? Ooh, it was Ooh, a very close we, game, but I did, did lose. We did no, we didn't. With this no, we we did not play. I played against uh, Benji, uh, just as a casual game, and. Oh, wow. uh, 
And uh, it, ca it came down to the wire. It came down to, uh, oh, oh no, I, I am not in position to grab these last couple of points. Uh, and uh, you are. So uh, this has been a great game, and congratulations. <laughs> yep. I, I love that Rack is here. And that's awesome. Go Decimators. So <laughs> what were the rounds like? What did you have to face? And was yeah, let's start with that. What were the, what were the rounds like? What did you have to face? All right. I'm actually blanking on round one, so I'm going to go look that up real quick. But, you were uh, playing uh, Steven on that one. Oh, I played Steven, right? Yeah, I played Steven Kim in round one, and Steven was like uh, playing a very nonsensical Empire list that he's been uh, tooling around with. Uh, basically, Steven already has his invite, so he doesn't really care how he does in tournaments at the moment. <laughs> That's so the he, best uh, part. He, he, um, he basically decided to run a four-fun list, and essentially what he ended up doing... Uh, was he brought uh, Commandant Gorin in the uh, the Interceptor, and he built an entire list around Gorin. So he's got in that list he's got Gorin, a uh, Hark in the Gauntlet, uh, both Vizier and Faroff in the Reaper, and then a Tie Fighter. Just a, a generic type. Okay. Fighter. Okay. All the the, the big and, bodies. Yeah. Basically, and then that Goron. list is all like, right. look at all this beef that you uh, can never target lock because he will toss the target lock away with Gorin, and then give whoever he tossed the target lock off of an evade. That's a nice present, though. Everyone should be able to do that. <laughs> I don't think so. That's unbearable. <laughs> so yeah, um, I got I got really lucky and I took down a Hark uh, a turn earlier than Steven was expecting because I called. Uh, one of his side slips, because Hark is the the gauntlet that can never stop. He always side he does the one side slip instead of stopping. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, so I I lucked out there, and then once I had uh, him dead, we basically ended up in this like weird pile where Death Troopers on Rack was preventing anyone from leaving, uh, <laughs> and it just got a it basically became like a little grinding pile, and uh, my ships came out on top, which was nice. It, it is nice. Way better than not on top. And what is he flying? What is he throwing on Hark there? Oh, I have to pull it up. But uh, I'm pretty sure it's the Child and Ruthless. Yeah, it says here Ruthless, the Child, Tiber, Saxon, and just the Cunt. Yeah, yeah Titan, Tiber. Yeah. Uh, my list doesn't care as much about Tiber because uh, the thing that he was shooting at is a Decimator. And oh no, please don't strain my Decimator. Whatever will I do when I roll negative one defense dice? Oh no. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, it's a very good list into like assault and stuff, but because we ended up on chance engagement, I got quite lucky with the scenario draw there. Fantastic, fantastic. Okay, so we made it through Steven. We, you did pretty good on the scenario. You busted up the uh, the Hark a little earlier than necessary. Took the win. And we went four rounds of this event? Four rounds. Four rounds. Yeah. All right, what's our second round looking like? Uh, I played Sean Patterson. Um, I really like Sean. He's a great guy. I love playing against him. He uh, doesn't have a lot of time for X-Wing. He's been apparently very busy with work recently. I uh, know but... how he feels. <laughs> Get true. <laughs> Terms like, but he still had time for a tournament. Still had time. Well, <laughs> I, I had didn't, one. Though. Uh, but yeah, so Sean was flying a seven-ship Republic list uh, with a bunch of lower health, 
higher agility ships, which is kind of what my list is designed to destroy. Uh, so unfortunately for Sean, uh, some of the ships had a bad time. He did, however, have three Y-Wings, which is very interesting. And he was going for more of a bombing run list, which is very cool. And at one point we dropped, ooh, I think six bombs onto the table at the same time, which is very, very hilarious. That's a lot of bombs. <laughs> it, is, it is a lot, like a lot of bombs. <laughs> and did they all touch things? Oh, yeah. Uh, no, no, no. I missed, one of my bombs missed, sadly. But, uh, <laughs> one here, bombs. So, so just five bombs that are it, touching things. Yeah, just five bombs that hit stuff. It's fine. Yeah, it's totally uh, fine. Who, whose stuff they're hitting? You know, irrelevant. Very irrelevant. Um, Did he yeah. hit his own stuff? <laughs> yeah, he uh, he took, I think, a shield on R2, and then, like, a crit onto Matchstick, which ended up being a direct hit, killing Matchstick. It was worth oh, the risk. Oh, no. Was, it was worth the risk, though. Um, he was in, he was out of, he got caught out of position because he split his forces a little too thin. Uh, I put Vader off to one side, and he had uh, two of the clone C95s and click over there to try to, like, you know, play around with Vader, but it was scramble... Uh, so Vader ended up both yoinking the, uh, the switch out from under him and also almost one-shotting um, Knack at the same time. Mm -hmm. So that was okay. very bad. And then uh, basically the the bombers and Rack just murdered too many things on the other side at a higher initiative than he was playing it. So. They do do that. That that's a potential with saturation salvo and barrage rockets and rerolls and mods and still six health to shoot through. They do do that. Yeah, that's kind of Plus what the bombs are there to do. They're there yeah. to roll three hits and make sure you don't roll three of eights. Yeah, and and that and they do that quite consistently, which is very nice. How convenient of them. True. Sweet deal. Okay, so we made it through that, and yeah, Sean Patterson, great guy. Uh, I've enjoyed spending time and playing with him in the past. Uh, all right, so we're looking into third round. What do, what do we got going on in the third round? Round three, I played Perry. Uh, this was very fun. Um, so sadly, so Perry's playing. So content. Perry's playing Maul, which is super cool, very cool. Uh, wait, which Maul are we talking? Oh, CIS mall, like in the oh, in, in the it. interceptor on the the I, no, the the scimitar. No. The scimitar yeah, is in the scimitar. Yeah, interceptor mall would be amazing. Can we no. get that? But yeah. it's okay. <laughs> no. Scimitar, scimitar. The scimitar mall. Yeah. Um, he's playing scimitar mall. Uh, Vol and Doss in the tri fighter. Uh, Dirge with uh, proton cannon and cybernetics and something else. In the rogue and General Grievous. So, interesting, uh, unfortunately, interesting. how did Perry, he load out the scimitar? Uh, he had. Is hate. it Protorps hate? And... It wasn't Protorps actually. He no. brought Savage Opress. So he had four, four force, and a couple other things. I'm going off of like my memory yeah. here. Yeah, it shows here malice, hate, malice and hate. He had. And, and none of that ended up mattering in our game, <laughs> uh, which we're gonna get to in a second. Uh, so unfortunately for Perry. His decloak took him farther forward than he thought it would, and uh, he did a two bank onto a gas cloud, which you know he's a large base ship. No, oh, no, no, whatever. But then he rolled the crit, which gave him oh, three no. ion tokens, oh. and and my bombers were like at range one in his front arc. So wouldn't you know? I just uh you know banked the the bombers in to block him back onto the gas cloud for a second turn, <laughs> and then. Uh, when he didn't die, he lived on one health. I uh, dropped two bombs behind me 
and the bombs killed him on the on oh. turn turn four. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Man. It was it was very sad. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> he rolled the crit, and we both were like, oh no, oh no. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, that clo the cloak with the the cloak with those large faces is such. It's it's a, a thing you don't do so often in the game. So it's like, oh man, I'm totally gonna be fine. Oh, I am not fine. Well, the weird thing is that D cloak forward is the same distance for both large and small bases. Because the large bases use the one. Yes, this is true. Yeah, for the one straight, it just feels different when you're flying a large base because you're covering so much more space after you do your maneuvering. Oh, absolutely. Like the bank was, it was very close to. He clicked it by like three-ish mil and but he was like the entire game it's like and i put that gas cloud there too <laughs> why did why did i put this here i could have put it in my own deployment zone and it wouldn't deep, have mattered deep strats deep strats so deep that it diluted even himself <laughs> indeed indeed okay so we know what happened there maul just gave up on life <laughs> yeah pretty much and then like unfortunately because maul is seven points it wasn't uh, much of a game afterwards. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, fair, fair enough. I have played that scimitar. The scimitar is good, but man, that one health um, and that seven points that you give up—sorry, the one agility and the seven points that you give up—feel uh, it really hurts. Although when you're cloaked, it feels nice. Mm -hmm. But then you can't do a lot of damage. So, Maul's <laughs> like, "I'm gonna hit everything. I'm gonna hit everything." Oh, I am very scared of dying. I'm just gonna be. I'm head. I'm hidden. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Alright, we're walking into our fourth round after just I mean that must have been a casual third round. You're like, okay, what's gonna happen? And then Maul just dies. You're like, oh well that's what's gonna happen. Okay, well I guess onwards to the fourth round I go. <laughs> to the pretty, top table. <laughs> pretty much, unfortunately, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry, Perry. Maybe you should just not land on things. Uh in uh, you know, shout out to your certain soon tier that also found itself on a rock in the past. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, <laughs> you're a great guy, Perry Lau. <laughs> Anyhow, uh, fourth round. Who, uh, well, are we facing Dwight in the fourth round? I am. I am facing Dwight in the fourth round. Oh, okay. Well, I'm going to uh, shut up. You guys talk about it. <laughs> I don't know, Dwight. Why don't you near it this one? Uh, well, you know, I, I I joked with Cam at the beginning whether or not we should just do a, a straight-up joust, and probably should have, <laughs> looking back at it now. Uh, instead, uh, I did not do that and kind of placed my forces out on turn zero, probably a little too far out, not doing the right strategy, and... Uh, Placing Han in the position where he was going to be out of play for a few rounds. And leaving uh, just my good old chopper out there to just take a barrage of hits. <laughs> but uh, I face Cam quite often. And I could usually sum it up to Cam is a very strong player at having all the ships. I guess what I would call it is like time on target or whatever. Like he can always have... All the ships pointing at any one target he wants at any given round where I struggle with that. And I end up having to spread my fire. I don't focus fire. And 
uh, and, you know, I can never outguess Cam, and he's pretty good at, uh, you know, just finding the optimal position, the finds for no matter what decision I take. So it's, uh, you know, it's... It was good. I will say this, though, that all of Cam's matches today, he basically, I don't think any of them went to time. I think he scored 20 points or over on all of his matches. Sorry, the sensor is coming through for this episode uh, there, Dwight. We're, you're building up Cam way too much. Uh, <laughs> if we could just tone it down. I right, got a lot of respect gonna, for the guy. I got a lot of respect gonna, for the guy. <laughs> we're going right to the, we're gonna get right back to the episode. Yeah, the sensor sensor's not about that right now. Back here, here we go. <laughs> oh, boy. Ah, uh, Cam, give your point of view on it, buddy. I mean, <laughs> it was funny because, like, when you're like, "Oh yeah, we'll just, well, we'll just joust," I was like, "I mean, you could just joust me with Han, probably, and like, you might win the joust. I'm not, I don't know." But then you put Han off in the other corner. And I was like, "All right, cool. Guess I'll just joust Chopper because Luke was too far away, and I could bring all of my ships in on Chopper and eat two shots in return only." And, like, one's Chopper, but it's not that bad. And then one is Luke, and he wasn't in range of the lock. So also not that bad. And then the following turn, Chopper 4K'd, but it was too far out of position, uh, and he didn't have arc on anyone reasonable. And then Luke flew into the middle of the kill box that I had made, and so I just killed Luke, which is also very unfortunate. <laughs> but yeah, and then... Uh, you you placed uh, Han like just too far away. You can yeah. get shots in until like turn four, three or four, which is much too late to be having impact, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. And then it just became a game of the the slow bleed, just trying to get Han to get a shot off or two, and then once you threw Rack uh, anywhere close to him, it was like, all right, do not bump focus, do not bump focus <laughs> or else okay, so back the back or, story this uh, is dwight took the bump focus last time we played <laughs> and, and learned was... the hard way why not to do that <laughs> yeah. as it turns yeah. out death trooper is very mean death troopers are very mean especially when rack's just like i have 16 health there are scramble objectives that you can never get to by clearing me because you can never clear stress and i will just sit and bump into han for four turns to win the game <laughs> this is fine yeah. Oh, I didn't even put two and two together about how a death troopers are so funny when it comes to action claiming objectives. That's hilarious. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. I'd, I'd almost prefer the panic pilot card, to be honest with you. Because like, at least that has a chance of going away. Yeah, at least then you can get rid of it in like a turn or two. After two blue moves, it's gone. This, you can do all the blue moves you want as long as I'm there. You're not removing it. Yeah. That's exactly what killed me against Ben was that the, those stupid death troopers because I was stressed and I was like, oh, I can't turn back around and get the shots in because Rack was on like, uh, you know, hurt. he was hurting, but I couldn't come back around to get the shots on him to finish him off. And then he just got to float around and be big and stupid and take more objectives. And let, I think it was assault. Oh, no. Yeah, Rack's really good at assault. But yeah, Death Troopers is incredibly valuable. And they dropped the points on it in this points update for no reason. So that was very cool. It, it was very nice of them. Very kind. I mean, I, I flew it to 11th place at Worlds on Morna. Uh, and I was like, surely they will nerf this. But nope, they buffed it for no reason. So, <laughs> yeah. The playtesting works. The playtesting works. <laughs> the playtesting works, of course. Well, congratulations, Cam. You've flown very well in the past you continue to do very well and uh way to go on getting your invite to worlds 
Thank you. Yeah, you're very welcome. So we're going to sidestep a little bit and actually going to talk about things that you also know a few things about there, Cam. Um, but this one's going to be a little different. Now we're going to step into the YT2400. Uh, AMG has released some card previews of uh, Ye old Dash and Lebo and whatever else. So... We're just gonna chat about that. Uh, let me quickly throw up the cards here for myself to see, because nobody else can see. Um, so we're, the, some of the stuff that they spoiled, so we already knew that Dash was coming in as a rebel and a scum, which is, uh, you, are you happy that you're gonna get a, a scum Dash and Lebo there, uh, Cam? I mean, I don't know. It, depending on what the points are, I'll either be happy or sad, so. We'll see. Fair enough. You know, it, uh, I, yeah, it, for sure, for sure. I mean, it doesn't matter to me. I'm not touching this thing with a nine foot pole, and it kind of makes me a little sad because I'm going to have to buy another ship I'm never going to touch. But that's okay. Uh, <laughs> it's okay. I don't play X Wing anyhow, apparently. So it doesn't matter. I'll just, I'll really buy things just to sit there. Uh, so we've got. Uh, the, the dash the dash the lebo the lebo let's talk about it so dash scum um his uh, ability is after you gain a red token as a result of moving through or overlapping an obstacle you may transfer that red token to a friendly ship at range zero to one this is the uh standard build op no sorry not standard build option this is the uh the pre-loadout cards why am i why is my brain fried right now standard loadout Standard loadout. Oh, okay. It was. It's not standard build. It's standard loadout. It's a Got standard it. loadout. Yes. Yeah. Standard loadout card. Uh, yeah. So and then sensor blackout, and I think they all have sensor blackout, and it's while you perform a primary attack at range zero to one, you roll one fewer attack die, and while you defend at range one, you roll one fewer defense die. Innately, yes. this ship has three attack dice. It has two defense dice, six hull, four shield. Um, focus, target lock, red barrel, barrel roll, and it can rotate its cannons on white, and that's uh, dash on scum. And he's also got some pre-setup stuff here. Mercenary, because everybody gets uh, unique EPTs. Uh, after another friendly ship at range 0-2 to is destroyed, before it is removed from the play area, transfer one of its green tokens to yourself. It has Seeker Missiles, four charges. The attack is spend a charge. During the modify attack dice step, you may spend up to two additional charges. Change one focus result to a hit result for each charge spent this way. Uh, it's a range two to three attack. It's a ordinance and it's got three dice attack. Uh, Lebo is on dash. So after you repair a damage card, you may perform an an action from your action bar and it has the outrider title of while you perform a primary attack at range three roll one additional attack die uh, while you perform an attack that is obstructed by an obstacle you may change one of the defenders evade results to a focus that was a mouthful and a half uh, and we could probably just clump uh, scum lebo in there as well um, at the end of the engagement phase for her, his ability, uh, you may spend a calculated token to acquire a lock on an enemy ship at range two to three. Um, and the that's one difference. The other difference is he has efficient processing. After you perform a, a, a calculated action, gain a calculated action. Um, he still has the seeker missiles. He still has the outrider title. And 
unlike having the focus, uh, he has a calculate or he has a target to uh, turn the turret that's red and then still has the red uh, uh, barrel roll. So the, the thing about Lebo is that he can lock in lock link to red rotate, which Dash cannot do. Mm-hmm. But I3. Oh, so yes, but also that... I, I3 doesn't get Lebo crew because he is Lebo. Yes, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah, so... Um... It's worth noting that um, from the images we have, it is safe to assume that the these uh, standard loaded cards will be both for Rebels and Scum, and they will be identical. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely looks to be that way. Good point, good point. Um, all right, well, let's talk about them. So what do you guys think? Uh, Cam, what's your thoughts on Lebo? Let's talk, touch him first. Okay. Um, Lebo, if he's five points, absurdly good. Very, very good. Would love to see him. If he's six point, eh, he's all right. If he's seven mm-hmm. points, unplayable. Un- unplayable. Yeah. Um, so... Lebo in Scum is alright, but not amazing. Uh, you can get a lock in the end phase, or to the end of the engagement phase, so not technically the end phase, but close enough. Um, it gets weird because, like, you can put locks down on the table, but at the same time, you always want to be range 3 to trigger your Outrider title. So getting locks on your uh, on a ship that you're planning on targeting is a big telegraph. Uh, it has a lot of counterplay. And then the other big thing delve in the room is with the new mm-hmm. sensor blackout A little tricky spot, at I3. Uh, when you roll one fewer defense die at range one, uh, you mm-hmm. become an ARC-170 at range one mm-hmm. of a large base ship, too. And yeah. At I3. And there are a lot of things in the meta with boost. Like, a lot. Including Han. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and now you mentioned uh, if he's coming in at five, uh, we're throwing him down. Uh, how does he compete with some of the other scum stuff at the five point? Uh, well, scum has no good five pointers currently, so it's not much of a contest. Oh, perfect. See, I mean, I don't really spend too much time on scum uh, uh, because I just so, basically try to shoot it when I see yeah, it. Scum has, uh, in my opinion, scum has two playable five pointers and one semi playable five pointer. Uh, mm-hmm. So, Old Tarok is playable at 5 points. He is pretty alright. He's not amazing, but he's alright. Manaru mm-hmm. is also playable at 5 points, and she's also kind of alright, but I would place her below Old Tarok. And then Paylob is also, in theory, playable at 5 points, but also uh, is very prone to just exploding, because he's a 5 point... He's a 5 health X-Wing at, like, I3 or something, or I4. You can never mm-hmm. remember his damn initiative. Uh, I think it might actually be three. Is Pale the one I always misremember? It is. I think, <laughs> it is. yeah. He, so, uh, I believe he was, uh, pilot skill four in 1.0, which is why I always misremember his initiative value. Uh, but yeah, he's initiative three, and, uh, he's a hawk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Does he, does he get the title? Yes, but also, this is important, he's not worth five points. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, he's not. Actually, yes, all scum players, make sure to bring Paylob very worth it. <laughs> well, Don't... I mean, if you say all scum players, it's like you know, yeah, four small players total. Hey, so that's that's fine, and and all four of them listen to this podcast. So Look, that's all, all I'm saying, Andrew, is if I'm not playing scum, it's probably terrible. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fair, fair, yeah. fair, so, very so... fair. 
camp. So say, let's say Lebo's five points, the standard loadout, and someone said just just make a list with them. So you have this I three that you're keep trying to keep at range three the entire time. Like, what would you throw in with that? Oh, I'm throwing Afra down. Uh, so Doctor Afra in the YB six six six. There's a build that's been floating around that's very good, which is uh, Han Gunner, Han Soul Gunner, and Rookcast Crew. So what Rookcast Crew does, it gives you the red target lock action, which you'll never use. Don't worry about it. As after you perform a red action, you may gain one strain token. When you perform an attack, if you are strained, you may change one of your blank or focus results to a hit result. Mm-hmm. And Han Solo, it, it, Gunner, it lets you red focus before you engage. This is oh. very important. So, the other thing, can you fit him in here? I don't think you can. You can, perfect. And then you throw on Lando Calrissian crew. And then, I don't know, something else. Well, I guess you don't, you don't necessarily need Lando. You could probably do, like, Contraband and something else there, too. But anyway, the, the premise is that, basically, you reinforce every turn. And then, when you go to in, uh, engage at Initiative 3, you red focus, give yourself a strain, and proc cast, which gives you double modded offense. Hmm. That's nice. Uh, wow. Also at I3. The important thing to this, though, is that Afra will happily just tank an entire list, or at least one turn, unless they have jam. A lot of jam. Uh, and then, so basically, the idea is you use Afra as a blocker, and basically as, yeah, basically as a blocker for Lebo. So you run Afra in to interfere, and you have Lebo floating around the hot, behind her at range 3, hopefully throwing, you know, 4 died Hex. And we're talking about another 3 large-based uh, uh, list of uh, which is the right choice to choose, and Guess what? It's really hard to choose the right, correct one. Well, the thing is, though, um, with those two, you still have nine points remaining because it's if Lebo is five. Uh, if he's six, you'd have eight points remaining. But with nine points remaining, you can throw down three three pointers potentially and have them go off and do objective stuff, while mm-hmm. you have your two large base ships just kind of pummeling people. the The problem with Scum right now is that they just lack damage at low cost values, basically. Because mm-hmm. okay, and also they severely lack uh, access to double modification on their all their shots. Uh, it's borderline impossible to put down four double modded shots in Scum that aren't conditional on, like, weird things happening. Like, Lee Makai is technically a double modded shot, but you have to find some, you have to put it in a place where no one will look at the Y-Wing. And it's like, yeah, but what if I just look at the Y-Wing, though? <laughs> just turns off her ability immediately. And so, and then what? What we got? Dash Rendar, uh, Rendar as well, uh, with all of his stuff that we mentioned. I'm gonna guess that Dash comes in at six, and that Lebo actually does come in at five. Is Dash playable at six? I mean, probably. I, I don't think Lebo's gonna come in five. Dash is. You don't is, think so, right? No, I, d- I don't. Um, there's several reasons to that, but like, so Stephen Kim is. I mean, the Death Troopers that... are four points. <laughs> uh, so Stephen Kim thinks that uh, Lebo and like Scum Lebo and like Rebel Lebo will cost different prices, which mm-hmm. to me sounds kind of insane. And <laughs> I think people will actually rage if they split prices on the SL cards between factions because they're identical cards. And like I would understand why they would do so because like 
currently Scum is terrible. It's uh, uh, it has the lowest win rate of any faction. It has the fewest tournament wins of any faction, etc. So like, if they wanted to buff them while they're working on the next points update, they could do this. As like you're a hurting stop. the ears of three other Scum players, Cam. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> but uh, anyway, uh, if Dash does come in at six, sure he's playable. Um, there are things in the meta that are very bad for Dash. Uh, basically, any I six with boost is gonna give him a lot of trouble, uh, and Han will probably also give him a lot of trouble as well. The... Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I six Han, I six Vader. There's a, I mean, there's a ton of things that just want to get in your face uh, and/or they're hard to manage. Poe Falcon, Poe not Falcon. Yeah. <laughs> Even Ray will probably give him a lot of trouble. The... Yeah, I mean, even a ton of I-5s, especially with Road, right, mm -hmm. might also be just a conundrum and the, for him. And the key problem between... So I, I flew a lot of Dash, as Andrew knows. I flew a lot of Dash in 2.0, uh, a ton of Dash in 2.0. And the thing with Dash was that the way I used to play Dash, you basically just always had two focus tokens on him at all times. You will only ever have a single token on this ship. Mm -hmm. Like, unless you trigger a mercenary and another ship is destroyed and you get their green token for a single turn, and it costs a ship to get this extra token, you will have one token. Which means yeah. the only double modded shot you'll ever fire with dash is likely seeker missiles. Yeah, and you get to do it once. Exactly. And Yeah, uh, you get to do it between one and two times-ish, depending on how your like roll goes. And yeah. you have to take the target lock action to do it, which means if you have a bunch of people shooting you, you're definitely eating a bunch of damage. So, mm -hmm. um, wild ten health too. Cool. You don't stick around forever. Uh, I mean, so the thing, the thing is, depending on like with road roll, etc. There are five T set. Like there's a five T seventy was floating around. I believe it has three HLCs in it. Uh, I can just throw down. What's that? I don't know. Eighteen red dice down downrange in a single round and I mean Dash isn't going to initiative kill any of them by himself we'll just make sure to be behind rocks yeah. he likes rocks well this one doesn't actually like rocks that much no he doesn't <laughs> uh, this one in fact probably prefers gas clouds because strains are red tokens hear that Perry? gas clouds <laughs> <laughs> oh boy Okay, um, and do you think that Dash also might be priced differently in Rebels? I mean, I get the way you kind of also mentioned is like you feel like uh, they might just throw scum a bone because they're doing so poorly as a fa faction, and Rebels are doing just fine, so they won't do the same uh, grace. Um, I mean, so like this this gets to the interesting thing. So like at seven point points in Rebels, Dash is unplayable because no one will ever replace on with him. Mm -hmm. uh, at six points, he's probably still never seeing play because uh, the Rebel three-pointers are way too good to give up. Uh, and that that's it. Uh, at five points, he just replaces Luke in the current like Dash, Luke, plus stuff list. And that's it. Or he replaces Fen, which people have been going to. So like, Because you could fly uh, in that universe, you could fly Dash, Han, Luke, Keo. Say that one more time. So if Dash is five points, or if, or if Levo is five points, because you do it with Levo, Levo's five points, you can do Han, Dash, or Levo, Luke, 
and Keo. Mm. As a list. That doesn't seem that bad, though. That doesn't seem like... It seems at par with some of the nonsense that we're already seeing, though. I mean... Sure. Yeah. 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 Mm. Sh sure. Totally. <laughs> yeah. It, it doesn't... It, I mean, it just seems kind of like a parallel thing. It just... It may be to taste. Um, but uh, it's still good, obviously. Yeah. It, it doesn't... It, like, it doesn't seem like it's doing crazy, crazy different things comparably to what uh, what's already playable, but... I mean, no. But it's another but, large base turret. Yeah. Which flies very differently than everything else. They're annoying mm -hmm. to catch. And uh, he also gets a four die gun at range three. Uh, yes, with, he does. With Juke, if he shoots for rocks. Not to mention yeah. that attack arc too, right? Like that's. Oh yeah, the uh... attack arc's way larger, like far, yeah. far larger on the large base ships. Yeah, but mm -hmm. he also gets like the two seventy. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, with the secret it's lock required to do that. But yeah. Yeah. Have we had any information about uh, Dash and Lebo as we have the uh, uh, customizable loadout cards here? Uh, have, do we have we do we know if the the scum versions will also be duplicates? Uh oh, sorry, sorry. These are not duplicates. Uh, the, the first thing. Uh, so these the the customizable ones, or you mean the the standard loadout ones? So the standard loadout ones, they're are the they... They're the same across both factions. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I'm talking about the customizable loadouts. Have we got any oh. information that those ones are going to look the same? Um, this is no, sad. <laughs> because the custom ones are only for Rebels. Oh. No scum? Nope. No, no scum. No oh, scum that... customizable ones. That makes life sad. I mean, yeah, but also, <laughs> I didn't expect them to even release standard loadouts for scum, so cool i guess yeah because <laughs> well, well, dash wasn't in scum before so I'll, this is true I'll, so I'll scum take gets something they that they didn't have yeah well yeah, for sure sure these are interesting though so dash rendar used to be while you move you ignore obstacles mm -hmm. and then this is the new dash one which is during yeah, the during engagement, engagement. Phase, you ignore so you obstacles still take all the laughing. problem of moving on to rocks and uh, clouds and whatever else it's just now you can fire still well, there's there's a lot of ways around that. Uh, Kira in Scum is a way around that. Uh, I don't know. The thing is, we don't know what his upgrade bars look like at all. That's mm -hmm. the the joy of 2.0 is that because the upgrades are all customizable now, we don't get to know before it releases what upgrades it can take. Well, this is just Rebel anyhow, so you you can't grab Kira for no, Rebel. No, but if he has a sensor slot, you could do collision detector. This is true. Oh, wouldn't that be funny? And that you can you can be the you have the you can have the full dash experience. <laughs> the full dash experience. I mean, so the other thing though is that like, oftentimes it might be very handy to land on a gas cloud because you break all locks yep, and are unlockable, and you only get one strain token, and unless you roll the crit, you take a single eye on on a hit. Yeah, exactly. And who would roll a crit? Yeah, I mean it's it's only one in eight, man. And Perry I'm definitely just didn't do it twice. Rename this in Perry, the Perry, Perry, or like Perry the Platypus, or something along those lines. Why? That way, that's, that's so he can pay more attention. That's so to mean. It. Well, I'm not here to be kind. Wow. <laughs> what a guy. What a guy that Andrew Durham. So kind. Uh, the most kind. So kind. He picks on people who aren't here to defend themselves. Exactly. That's right. Perry can jump in <laughs> later. He's not in the present. He doesn't know what this is happening. <laughs> wow. 
I'll send a message. Um, okay, so, all right, yeah, yeah. It really depends, yeah, it depends on what the loadout thing is. You're right, yeah, with collision detector, for sure, you're landing on uh, landing on stuff. Um, and you get all the tricks of the trade. Uh, primary attack at range 0-1, because it's the Outrider title that, that you'll be able to throw on there to get whatever you want. Well, so here's, um, that, this comes to the next point of contention, which is there are now two Outrider titles. They have not stated if this new Outrider title that's on the standard loadouts is going to be printed as the Outrider title, and they will ban the old one, or if they'll keep both and price Can you repeat that, Cam? You uh, that disappeared has not for that a is... moment. Hmm? You, uh, you cut out there for a second. But oh, I, I, oh what did, did I? I'm sorry. Uh, basically, we don't know if they're going to have uh, the old version of the title still available, or if they're going to print the new version of the title entirely. Right, because they just had said that they're doing these new. They've presented these new cards, but not. But they haven't made any information to say that we're banning or like removing the yes. other ones. Uh, yeah. And the thing is that the Outrider title on the standard loadouts, in my opinion, is much healthier for the game than the old t the old title, because the old title mm -hmm. is nonsense. Uh, it was 16 points before, and I used to call it the best 16 point upgrade in the game. It was probably yeah. the, it was almost the best 16 points you could spend in the entire game. Because uh, it gave you everything. It gave you uh, your uh, obstructed attacks, make your opponents roll one fewer defense die. Uh, it gave you a uh, clear red token when you travel through an obstacle. Like, it was very silly. Mm hmm. Yeah, I mean, and it's also, I mean, with Han so good and so viable right now, that's a, a pretty good contender for uh, the large base, uh, large base rebel situation. Unless you're like flying it beside it, but and then Lebo after you defend or perform an attack, if you spent a calculate token, you gain a cal. That seems really good though. Um, oh, but you're is... I3 and you still face all the problems of being I3 and yes. your bad sensor blackout situation. It, this is this is hilarious for me. So, um, Lebo is the same. Uh, he has the same ability. Yes, as the. Um, as the uh, standard loadout. No, no. Uh, oh, has, as his previous. As yeah, his the OG. Yeah. He does not have the same ability as his uh, standard. He has the standard. No, no, no. Yeah. He has the uh, the same ability as his previous, which yeah. is very okay. cool. Uh, but also, and this is now the very interesting point, it's does Lebo have a crew slot? Because mm, he Lebo didn't have a crew di before, did he? Uh, it was removed. <laughs> Yeah, they, they that's removed what I his crew slot because they found that it was too it was too good. It was too good with C three PO. Specifically yeah, with you could C3PO. just mess around with that. Yeah. Now C three PO um, is like I don't know seven points. Yeah, seven points. So for everyone who does not know, uh, C three PO is a rebel crew which you haven't seen in a while, and what he does is he gives you the calculate action on your bar. And it's before rolling defense dice, you may spend one calculate token to guess aloud any number that is one or higher. If you do guess and you roll exactly that many evade results, you add one evade result to your roll. So that's so that would be so good if it could, because if he's there, then he'll literally just it doesn't even matter if you censor blackout, like he'll just like hope for the one and then you could get the yes. two. And the the other thing about C-3PO, which was the reason why everyone brought him on Lebo as well, was uh, after you perform the calculate action, gain a calculate token. So you gain, yeah. you get the two calculates uh, from his other, call, like from the standard loto card, 
but on C-3PO. But the thing is, is that with C-3PO, you can guess one. If you roll one in a focus, you add an evade result, and you can spend the second calculate. And to you get can still three. spend the calculate to get three, and then you also get and the you get calculate one back. back. You only That's one so back. good. Only you only get one back, but it's absurd. Um, uh, he was like obnoxiously tanky. You could fire an entire list into him, and he'd be like, "Yeah, I take like five. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Yeah, he he would even seem more viable than uh dash it'd be really funny watching uh throwing him in there especially if he came in cheaper at ha- as than han and being able to throw this in there and then either uh, they throw serve it alongside han. They, they serve different roles so um depending on how cheap lebo is if he come if lebo comes in at five in the custom one and has enough for just c3po and nothing else uh he's absurd absurdly good um like if he's got seven points, C-3PO title, done. Uh, mm-hmm. He'll be absolutely worth it. Like, 110% worth it. He probably is very playable at six with C-3PO. Uh, I think he would see play at six with C-3PO. I don't know what the list would look like, but he probably mm-hmm. sees play. Knowing the fact that they already removed crew, do you think they'll actually put crew back? Well, uh, the thing is, FFG removed the crew slot, so I don't know. I do yeah, not maybe, know. maybe. Well, and the thing is that, like, um, uh, the objective-based game is very different because you don't have to kill everything anymore. And the reason FFG yeah. uh, pulled the crew slot was because Lebo was, like, borderline unkillable if he rolled well. Mm-hmm. So now Lebo would just be borderline unkillable and float around but and do objective play. Well, the thing is that you don't have to kill him anymore, so you can just run away. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, he then Lebo gets to still take range of uh, three, four attack die guns. Potentially, and yes. yeah, right. And then he also is like, oh, we'll you see. know what? I'll do objectives now. We do not know. We shall see. Wait, who who knows? Mystery. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure the playtesters know, but they they may, and hopefully, there's whistleblowers. So hopefully. Well, I don't hopefully. know, man. Uh... <laughs> I know I wouldn't like to see uh, that Levo. I mean, I'd like to see this dash, and I'd like to see the 2400 coming back because a lot of, it was a fan favorite for a lot of people. Uh, so for that sake, I'm happy about it. And I'm happy also that Scum's getting it because Scum getting more toys and more options is good. So I think there's potential all around for this ship to bring I good mean, things. <laughs> people, are, people often say that, you know, well, Scum doesn't need any more ships. That's the most ships in the game. <laughs> yeah, needs more ships. Needs Scum, more viable options. Yes, Scum say. doesn't need more ships. Scum needs more good things. Period. Well, it's gonna, it's getting another ship there. Er- everyone's like, ah oh, yes, ah <laughs> oh, yes. Uh, Scum has the most ships, and I'm like, ah oh, yes. Who can forget the uh, the mining guild tie? We, <laughs> surely we will see one of those make a cut in the near future. Surely. You know, you know who needs more ships? It's first order. Ah, uh, that is and that is actually please, true. Yes. It, Yes, if we could please give us the tie dagger, First that would be very wonderful. I just would like to yes. fly pizza. You, yes. to, you, don't, you like to fly Dorito ships? Dorito <laughs> ships. The tie Dorito. Till the end of my days, yes. Super high initiative, fancy flying Dorito ships, please. And thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Of course. Well, on that uh, note, I think we're going to call it a night. Thank you so much uh, for coming, Cam. I really appreciate you jumping on there at last minute there. And uh, congrats again. Man, no worries, man. Thanks. I appreciate it. 
Yeah, no problem, buddy. And uh, Dwight, always nice to have you, so. Oh, yeah, buddy. <laughs> well, uh, keep playing some X-Wing, guys. And if all else fails, uh, just roll, natties. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>